depression as a tradesman and why does it happen so much life is hard sometimes and yet things can get on top of you not just the work it's the money and then keeping everybody happy it can build up sometimes and spiral out of control so much sometimes that it makes you depressed so then what are you going to do it's not like you can press reset or switch off and start all over again and like sort of get rid of all the mistakes you've done. It's, you can't do that. Or you can call up your friends to help you out. But let's be honest, they're not even going to care. Well, that's how it seems in my head sometimes anyway. Then you get a thought in your mind. Is uh, it's clocking out an option? Is that a solution to your problems that are rolling around in your head? In this podcast, I'm going to talk about why I think tradesmen get into that state of depression and then also along with some tips and tricks that might just help you get out of that situation in the long run. Toolbox Talks for Electricians, here today to help you reduce stress, gain back time, and yeah of course, earn more money. Hello and welcome back once again. My name is Ben Poulter, your host of Toolbox Talks to Electricians. And I've been self-employed for, well, over 20 years now. And if I was going to sit here and say, yeah, it's all been fantastic, fine and dandy. And everything runs so smooth, I've never made a mistake. Yeah, I'd be lying. Especially being self-employed. Because if you don't go to work, you don't get paid. And... You don't really get holiday pay being self-employed. If you have a day off, you don't earn any money. So there's no sort of stopping, I don't think, as being a self-employed tradesman. But when you're young and you choose to go self-employed, it's a bit of a different ball game Because every single penny of that money you earn goes into your pocket. You could treat yourself to all these fancy tools, treat yourself to all these fancy holidays. And spend money like there's no tomorrow. Even turning up on site sometimes, hanging because you went out the night before. But you're young. Your body could handle it those days. All you really needed was to put aside 500 quid to pay your rent with the house that you shared with your mates where you lived, where basically it was a party all the time anyway. Well, that was the experience of what my 20s were like. But you can't go on like that forever. It comes a day where you think, right, yeah, I've got to sort of change what I'm doing and sort of try and make something of myself for the future, make a future, make a a life sort of thing, not just partying all the time. Maybe build a business or build a family even with a few kids, 2.4 children. Why not? You've seen it on the telly while I was growing up, so it's exactly what you want. But the reality of it is, I don't think that it's uh, that easy as maybe TV or a lot of people maybe make it out to be. I've got into my head that everything happens for a reason. I'm not religious, I'm not spiritual or anything like that. But it helps me deal with things that get thrown at me from time to time, that things that happen in my life. If something happens, you think, right, that happened for a reason, to make me maybe realise this or to make me do this or make me calm down doing this. Everything for a reason, everything counteracts in my head, I think. And I maybe look at things that maybe they're a test, a test of how you're going to deal with it, how you're going to get over it. But you can guarantee... If something happens to you once, it's bound to happen again. Just for example, when maybe the phone's not ringing, but bills still need to be paid, and there isn't any savings because, well, times have been good. You've been spending it like water, and you expected it to last forever. 
But if there's one thing that I know, nothing lasts forever. The company that I work for traveled all over the world. Well, that went bust. And where well, I was doing price work for a company. And I was making a fortune just changing LED light fittings. Yeah, that changed to an hourly rate. Nothing lasts forever. So don't count on, yep, I'm going to be earning this amount of money forever. Because things change all the time. It, it doesn't happen. It doesn't work out how you hope it would. And unfortunately, I think that these opportunities I used to get working all over the world and working on price work, they're coming up a lot less these days. So you weigh up your options and you think, right, am I going to jack in running my own business? Like, it won't cut out for me. It's not something that maybe I can do. So you give up your business and sort of, well, try and go work for someone else. To be honest, that is an option. But unfortunately, nobody's taking anything anybody on. So you can't get a job as an electrician. There's no opening, there's no spaces, no, no vacancies for an electrician. So you've got to sort of, I don't know, feel like you're downgrading yourself. You downgrade yourself and think, well, I'm going to have to get a job in McDonald's. Well, I suppose I'll get a free Big Mac and then you can save money on your lunch. If you look at it as a pro, a pros and cons like that, you end up getting unhealthy though, eating McDonald's all the time. See, a thousand things run through your head when you think of one scenario, it sort of escalates because another thing it also pops in your head does it what, what will people think what do people think of you used to be an electrician running your own business doing fantastically well having all these fancy things fancy cars fancy holidays but now you sold it all because you've got to survive and you've you can't afford it they got took off you maybe because you bought it on hp all these things that can can happen it can it can be a bit demoralizing and embarrassing i suppose maybe because you think that people are looking at you thinking, check that loser out, couldn't even run his own business. He failed, and they're laughing. And all these people that you thought, well, I thought you were my friends, they're sort of just taking a piss. And these are the thoughts that go through your head. They actually do go through your head. This is what you think. You don't want to say it out loud. But these are the things that you do think in your head. And... They gather up in your head, they just they just escalate and they grow more and more. It's like a plant, they grow more and more negative thoughts and you think things are getting worse and worse. But are they really? You're trying to think of another option, like I'm just going to go away for a bit, I'm going to go on holiday. But you're skint, you ain't got any money to go on holiday. And if you don't do some amount of work to pay for the insurance on the van or pay for the instalments on the van, then you're not even going to be able to get to the airport or go anywhere on holiday anyway because you can't get there. You can't pay for a taxi. You ain't got no money because you can't even have enough money to pay for your month insurance. It's sort of a, a tumbling effect. Like if one thing happens, things are getting worse. Everything gets worse, 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 worse. You're getting pushed down into a little bit of a hole. And it feels like everything's against you sometimes. And well, there's no way out. You're skint, you haven't got any money, and you can't talk to your friends because, well, you've got the high ground sort of thing. You're a little bit embarrassed, and you feel like you're a bit of a disappointment to maybe your family and your kids because your kid comes up to you and says he wants a new Xbox just like everybody else has got at school. You physically can't afford to give him it. It's not going to happen, and you feel a bit demoralising, I suppose. I don't know how to put it, but you feel a bit like, crap, I'm not good enough. And everywhere you turn, everything seems like a mess. And I suppose you could blame other people, saying, oh yeah, it's inflation, it's the government, it's whatever. But in reality, you know that it's your fault. It was down to you. You messed up. You did this. You failed. So you, you pile it all up onto yourself. And it makes yourself feel shit, to be honest. <laughs> but you do know that you've got one thing that 
nobody can ever take away from you. It's your life. You're alive. You're kicking, you're walking, you're talking. And whatever happens in life, it can be fixed. You might have failed or something. Well, try again. You give it a go. If you fail one time, you know how not to do it that time. You do it differently the next time. And maybe that will fail again. You might fail 10 times. But as long as you don't give up, you keep trying. And you'll get it right sooner or later. If you just go on through life thinking things will get better and doing the same old thing, the same old routine, the same old maybe people you hang around with or anything like that, the same old thing that got you in the that got you in the position that made you depressed and down in the dumps and feeling like a failure, then you're going to keep on keep on going that same cycle. You're going to be the same old routine, the same old thing. You've got to change it, change your friends maybe, or change the way you run your business because. It's not working, maybe. You haven't got any work. So there's a, a reason why things don't work. And that's what you've got to th think about. Concentrate on that rather than feeling down in the dumps. Like, do something about it, maybe. This is what my, my head tells me to do. Right, okay, you failed. You fucked up. Do something about it. Let's get out of this mess. So what are we going to do? How are we going to fix it? Because I'm still here. Like, <sighs> failure is not an option sort of thing. Cocking out is not really an option. Like, it's a bit... What's the toughest scenario? I'm not scared of a challenge. I'm going to give it a go. And then you've got to remember what you did when you failed. You've got to think, even write it down. Like I didn't write things down much in the day. I didn't even record things down. This is the thing. You write things down a little bit to say, right, this is what I did. Right, that's crap. I ain't working. What am I going to do better? Bit of research. Listen to a podcast. Or look at some YouTube videos. Do some research. Go to Google. There's everything on there. Great ideas. Some ideas might be crap, so don't bother trying them. But the other ideas that will be good. And to be honest with you, you don't know the crap until you try them. It does sound stupidly easy. But a problem shared is a problem solved. I've done it a few times. I spoke to a friend before, sat down and said, right, oh, this is this is crap, that's crap, this is happening. And he's turned around and said to me, minor problems, Ben, trust me. Like, that isn't nothing. And then when he says it out loud, when your friend says it out loud to you, like, wrap up, like, don't think that's a problem. This happened to me. This happened before. This happened to so-and-so. Like, it does think, right, yeah, maybe you're right. They're little problems. They can be solved. It's just going to take time. It's not some sort of a problem you can solve overnight. So, because a lot of the time it is. If you're a little bit like you want things done now, 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 like a lot of sparkies do, you want it to work, you want it to work now, now, now. But you've got to give things time. And this is the thing what I've sort of realised, things take time. You might even have to downsize your house maybe, sell your house, get a smaller house or go to renting, sell one of your cars or cut back on some spending maybe. Because there's always something you can do to give you that little push in a, obviously a better direction. If you remember the arseholes that laughed at you when you were down in the dumps where you did need someone's help, yeah, cut them out that they're irrelevant end of the day. If they're not going to help you when you're in your worst, they're not going to be there when you're at your best. Mates don't do that to each other. Things will get better once the type, those type of people are sort of out of your life. Like You don't need them people around you. I think it's, I'm not, Like I said, I'm not spiritual or religious or anything like that, but surrounding yourself with dickheads makes you a dickhead. So maybe don't hang around with dickheads. I make a bit of a plan maybe as well for the future because so you don't get skint again. Put some money aside for them days where 
you maybe haven't got any work or where you might need to save up maybe so you got like a couple of grand for that month so you can still pay your bills you might not be able to go on holiday sort of thing with the money but you'd be able to sit there pretty where you can still pay your bills you won't have to lose your house or you might have to take your car or your van or anything like that off you with your finance but if you get into the habit of saving yeah you can save up when there is a bit of a downtime and there is no work coming in, you've got nothing booked in, take a holiday, go away. Even if you just spend time at home for a little while where you can have a few days at home and do something different, turn up to the, the school playground to pick the kids up, they'll love it. I'd just be a bit different to some of the you do all the time. When I was younger, I um, I was a single dad at the time, I volunteered to go on the, uh, the school trip with the kids. And all the parents said to me, like, Ben, why the hell did you volunteer to go on a school trip with all these kids? We come to school to dump them off to get them out of our hair. Well, I didn't spend my every evening with my daughter. So I thought, oh, yeah, I get to spend the day with her. Why not? It's another day I could spend with her. So I sat in the back of a bus getting beat up by a load of eight-year-olds. It was a challenging experience, I'll give you that. But I did have fun. It was good to be there. And it's the little things like that that cost nothing make it all worthwhile sort of thing because you think about it that's the whole reason to do these little things to get a bit of time off to spend with my daughter to spend with the kids spend with the missus is why you go to work because if you didn't have to you wouldn't bother you wouldn't bother going to work and doing these things no one would they wouldn't enjoy it really would you you'd go to work to earn money to pay yourself to have a nice life to buy nice things that's what we do and there's a whole reason that i try and do the best job i can for the customer, to get along with the customer, to be recommended to their friends and family. So to grow the business, to keep the work coming in and to keep flowing. So hopefully I don't get any down days where I have no phone calls or nothing booked in for the next week to earn any money to pay my bills. And you could, you could be the best electrician in the world. But if you haven't got any work, then what's the point? (laughs) You're not going to earn any money or be doing anything if you can't get in not employed maybe, or asked to do any work by any customers, you're not going to be able to make a living. So it doesn't matter being the best. It's also about the steps you take to build the business, the little things you do. And this is why I send emails to my customers and why I'm friends with other tradesmen as well as other electricians. Because I think if it ever comes to it where I need maybe a day's work or I'm getting a bit skin and I don't know, I need some money sort of thing, I will... Ring with them up, say, right, do you need a labourer to a brickie? Or do you need a hand rooting pipes through these floorboards or lifting the floorboards, anything for a plumber? I don't want to work for a plumber. I don't want to ring up the plumbers. Don't like it, especially if they say, right, Ben, put your hand down that toilet. No, not a chance, not going to happen. I would if I was skinned. But, um, yeah, I don't want to do that. Maybe I always have these people that are tradesmen just in case I need any work. And I do think I could ring up someone today and maybe get a day's work tomorrow or a week's work tomorrow. It might be cutting someone's meadow on a bloody sit-on lawnmower, which I wouldn't mind doing, to be honest, be quite good. Or it might be lifting bricks as from someone for a labourer on site. They might employ you as a labourer, bung you £100 a day or something. You might have to pay, to pay cut. But sometimes it's better than sitting at home. You're doing something, you're earning some money. I think it's about growing your network of maybe tradesmen and stuff that sort of help each other out. Because I have, um, I've had other people work for me before, builders and stuff. When I used to travel a long, a long way to work and stuff, I used to have to get anybody with me, even if I didn't know nothing about electric, because I couldn't be asked to drive like two or three hours every day. So I used to just get my mate to come with me. So come in here, I'll bung you 50 quid, just, just to sit in the van. You can scoot off and get me lunch or whatever. We were doing nights. It was nice and easy. 
but yeah, there were good good times. And being a tradesman and stuff, when you grow up, it's not like school. If you don't speak to someone for a week, then you're not your friend anymore. They're not going to speak to you. It's it's different now. I got a call from someone today. I haven't spoke to that guy for around five years. But he's phoned me up and said, Ben, I've got a kitchen I'm doing. It needs a board doing. Can you come over and take a look? Well, yeah, no worries. I ain't spoke to that guy for five years, but we just spoke to him as normally, as I spoke to him yesterday. That's how easy it is. That's what we do these days. We've got our own things going on, our own lives going on. And, yeah, you only get cool when you need some work doing. So it's maybe not a best mate sort of thing, but I can't him as a mate that I could probably call up and say, look, have you got any work if I needed? And this is what I'm trying to do with this podcast. Being an electrician, yeah, it is easy compared to making a business work, but I've tried and tested a lot of things. Trust me, I've failed a few times. Yeah, I've messed up. Yeah, as we do, but I've, I've persevered, as to say. I persevered and cracked on and made a success of it in the end. So if you follow on and keep listening to this podcast and maybe learn from some of my mistakes or take some of my ideas and make them better, just like one of the guys in the Toolbox Talks for Electricians group has, he's took the idea that I gave him, he's made it better, he sent me an email, chuffed about it, and he has. He just made, He's a young blood, so he's made it better in his own mind for his audience or for his customers and got more work out of it. And that makes me feel fantastic that people are doing that. They're getting more work out of some ideas that I've maybe planted a seed in their head and it's growing into something big and better. So until next time, I'll see you again. Just a little PS on the end of here. I know this was a little bit different from the electrical podcast that I normally do about being a building a business stuff, but I felt it to be a little bit important that maybe... Someone needs to hear it. This is something that I would have appreciated hearing when I've had my down in the dumps days and get my ass up and get figured out and get sorted. So if you appreciated this podcast, then give me the thumbs up and comment in the in the show notes down below and let me know that it helped you out as well. So till next time, peace. <laughs>